Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. I am semi-well-rested. I am uh, semi-mentally clear. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm back from Thanksgiving break. And yeah, you know, my lady met my mom. My mom is my last living parent. So uh, we're going to talk about that whole tradition of meeting the parents today. Um, but how are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Y'all doing good out there? Y'all all right out there? Are you enjoying breakfast, lunch, dinner, a break in your day? Something like that. And then shout out to you, my listeners, my supporters, my subscribers. I love y'all. Facebook from my experience podcast, Instagram, FME underscore podcast. You know the vibes. Meeting the parents. Y'all, it's a holiday season, man. Y'all, y'all got y'all shopping done. Mine is done. <laughs> y'all wrapping gifts. Mine are wrapped. Oh man, let me tell you. Whew. We gonna get into it. Y'all already know how we do. Let's go. What up, Romo? let that ride out in a hot minute what's going on everybody man listen i apologize for dropping a day late you know we normally drop on wednesdays but uh it was it's been like super hectic since i've gotten back from the break uh my thanksgiving break that is and i just been going and going and going and i meant to record this past weekend but i was laid out tired and i meant to record this week but uh i just been tired and then yesterday i was like oh let me knock one out but i had a splitting headache not a splitting headache, but an annoying headache. And I, you know, I don't like to half-ass this. I like to come correct, give y'all the energy, give y'all the positive vibes, because you know we promote positivity over here. So I wanted to make sure that I was going to do this right if I was going to do it. So what some would say is a pivotal moment, um, meeting the parents when you're in a relationship, man, uh, this has always been an interesting concept to me. It's always been uh, a thing in the black community. If you've ever seen any classic black romance, um, a lot of them have a portion of this. They tend to put it in comedies a lot of the time. You know, the 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 lady has the the intimidating father with the crazy friends, or you know, a crazy brother and then the, the female cousin or aunt who thinks you look too good and she flirting with you, um, the drunk uncle who's always trying to get you to buy something and hustle. Just when you meet the family, you just get characters. Then on the flip side for the ladies, you have the mom who's always making slick comments like she ain't good enough. 
you know, the uncle that's too flirtatious with her, uh, the cool cousin, but she might be ghetto or something like that, or a cousin trying to sell her weed. Just some of the stuff is stereotypical, but I mean, some of it is real, man. Uh, we all, you know, for those of us, I'm like, I can't say we all, I don't know everyone's life circumstances, but for those of us who have a family, you had a few aunts, got a few uncles, some cousins, some of those characters are there, man. Like everybody's family has characters, I believe, uh, that you could place in some of those roles and other roles. There's just so many roles. I am the i love kids so like anyone in the family who has the kids like the kids always flock to me we hang out we act doofy i'm the one that's like hey you know go enjoy your wife go enjoy your husband i will watch the kids and hang out with the kids and stuff like that because i love my little cousins man those are my babies that's me um but i definitely have you know some characters in my family now meeting your significant others family or parents uh, I'll just leave it at that, leave it a little more broad. You know, it's about, from my experience and just, you know, me being a part of the black community, being a black man, it's about acceptance, man. Uh, traditionally, people, you know, it's like, yo, mom, this I think she's the one. I want you to meet her. I want your stamp of approval. Uh, same thing with the lady, you know, because you get tired of showing up and people asking where they at, where they at, where they at. Uh, or when you gonna get married, or when you gonna have kids? All these questions and this this pressure you get from your parents around the holidays or at these family gatherings when you show up single, or if you show up without them, but you keep talking about them, they keep hearing about them, but you ain't there. So when you meet them, the stage has been set, <laughs> um, and it, it's interesting. I personally have never found the ordeal intimidating or scary. I've never been uh, fearful of meeting anybody's parents or family or friends because just being 100% real, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. I'm laid back. I'm down to earth. I know that typically when I hang around people the first time, I'm quiet because I'm observant because... I am very careful with my energy. I protect my energy. And once I get to see kind of like how people operate, how they speak, kind of sort of their personality types, it gives me a better basis for my interaction with them. Um, one, I'm I'm private. Uh, what? You have a podcast. But I'm private, though. Like, I put some stuff out there. I'll put my stuff out there personally about me because that's me. So if I'm comfortable with it, it's mine. I can do what I want to do with it. But when it comes to my relationship and what goes on in my relationship, what we talk about, what we do, I'm very private with that uh, for a few reasons. One, outside influences more often than not tend to be negative because people don't know your relationship. And typically, they're only getting one side of the story when it comes to any situation or scenario. And they try to levy advice upon you that you may not have even asked for. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's always coming from a negative or bad place. But some people just think that they know better, like period. They, they just think that they know better. And they're like, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Uh, shout out to my Uncle Anthony. I love my Uncle Anthony because whenever I talk to him and I, and I present something to him, he always says, you know, if you don't mind, would you, can I give you some advice? He asks he doesn't volunteer it. He asks. And I've I picked that up from him as well. 
Um, whenever I speak with someone, I, I say, hey, you want me just, I can just listen. But if you want advice, let me know. I'll give you my advice. And keep in mind that this is advice is based off what you are telling me and what I have gathered from what you are telling me and what I know about you. Not the other person, but what I'm gathering from you. So um, the other thing that's kind of played, I guess, to my favor is, one, for me, my grandmom's opinion mattered more than anybody else's. And I've had convers—I had conversations with my grandmother before I passed, and she said, as long as you're happy, the other stuff doesn't really matter. As long as that person makes you happy. I don't care if she's black, white, whatever. Um, because I've never, which is interesting, I've, I'm not, I've always been open to date outside of my race. Uh, I never have. Every girlfriend I've ever had has been black. But I've been open to date outside of my race. I just never did. Um, because I feel like the person that you meet, that you fall in love with, that makes you happy, you can't really 100% control that. You don't know who that might be. Um, but I am definitely proud that I have a beautiful black woman in my life now, and I would prefer to have a beautiful black family. That's just my preference. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm automatically eliminating the other options. That's another conversation. But back to the parent thing. So once my grandma kind of told me that, it alleviated a lot of the pressures that come along with that. Um, The other thing is I fortunately have a very cool family. My family is very laid back, very loving, very caring, very respectful. We're very welcoming people. When, When someone comes over, it's, hi, you're not getting put in the corner and getting grilled with 100 questions. We're very laid back and chill. The other thing is I'm myself with the person that I'm with, and I'm myself with my family. My family affectionately calls me Robbie or Little Robbie. They know me for cracking these jokes. They know me for having a bunch of jobs and dabbling in things. I'm helpful. Um, All these things. So the same things that you see as my girlfriend, my lady, you'll see when I'm around my family. But I've also had to, when it comes to my mom, I've also always had to, well, if I, uh, I'm tongue-tied. I've had to kind of like, what's the word? Elevate myself to adult status. So I'm no longer, you know, my mom still calls me her baby and all that stuff, but she treats me like an adult because I've shown her that, mom, I love you, but I'm not a kid anymore. So I handle business, you know what I'm saying? When I come home, I do for myself, I do for her, I do a few things, we hang out, we chill, and she sees the adult side of me. I, like some of the childish and you know playful things I used to do when I was younger, not saying that they're bad, I just don't do anymore. So she sees that side of me, so she treats me as such. It was something I had to show and prove. I didn't just walk in and demand to say I'm a man one day. I've shown her you know, I'm a man. I'm doing these things. I call her for business advice. I give her business advice, things of that nature. So I say all that to say my relationship with my family is tight. So when you bring someone into the fold, you're not as scared or worried because you know what time it is with them. They know what time it is with you. Um, Another thing that really helped was I live near my family. So a majority of my dating life took place after college And I lived in Charleston, South Carolina, where I have two aunts, an uncle, 
and some cousins. So I typically saw everybody every now and again, at least once a month or something like that. I would see them. And I would see them so often, you know, at times when I had a girlfriend, they would meet them and they would be nervous. But I'm like, I'm just going to my aunt's house. Like, it's not like a big to do. Like, it's just my aunt. Like, and so I guess it was such a casual thing for me that for them, it was kind of, it kind of threw them off. Cause it's like, yo, like I'm meeting someone. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's not like a big thing. Cause again, like, once my grandma gave me my stamp of approval, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Because at the end of the day, I hate this phrase, but, okay. So I'm going to name a phrase that I hate, but I'm going to give my own take on this. People say, you know, oh, you do have to worry about the family's opinion. When you marry someone, you are marrying their family. That is true. You're marrying into a family. Families are merging. But your family and their family does not have to dictate what happens in your relationship. These are things that you need to establish with the person that you are with. You know, y'all need to have the conversation about family. You know, are you easily influenced by your family? Who do you go to when you need advice? Yada, yada, yada. Then you got to pay attention. This is where the quote unquote work comes in when in a relationship. Because when you feel like, you know, whether it be the man or the woman or the man or the other man or the woman or the other woman, whatever your preference may be, when you start seeing things getting out of pocket and you're noticing the outside influence may be the family, it's time for a conversation. And then if you don't get the results that you like, then it's time for less, we need to work on this. And if the work don't work, then it's decision time. For me, mentally, it's, 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 that, it's that simple, conceptually. Um... And you also have to allow each other their own, you have to allow each other to be individuals. If you have this thing or system you have with your family or someone in your family that you've been doing for years, then cool. As long as that is not having a negative impact on our relationship, if that's what you do and you can come back over here and you cool, great. But if that is something that is draining, like every time you do this, you bring me this type of energy and I got to do this to fix this to get everything back right. Nah, that's getting old. We need to figure out something new. So, um, the only thing I can say is have the conversations with your significant other about the family, tell them, (laughs) tell them, you know, get, warn them about who they need to know about and go from there. Now on the flip side, carry yourself the right way, man. When you're meeting someone's family, ask them, is, is it a big deal to them? This, that, and the third, ask those questions. Doesn't mean you need to be fake or phony, but you need to be aware because I know, and people who know me, I can be a bit much at times, but I know how to tone it down as well. It doesn't mean, oh, you're not being yourself, you're being fake. No, I mean, I don't have to be on 10 every single day, every single time. I know that I can be annoying sometimes, so I tone it down because I don't like to be annoyed. Um, But for my lady, it was a big deal for me to meet her family. So I met her family months ago. Um... It was cool. Everybody was cool, laid back. <laughs> I had an uncle that said, yeah, man, I need to pull you to the side and talk to you. That never happened. That never bothers me because I'm like, what do you want to talk about, dude? Uh, what do you want to know? Uh, so, But that never happened. And the next time I saw him, uh, we had uh, some exchange pleasantries and we shared some laughs. Um, and at per usual, not even bragging, per usual, everybody loved me from what she said anyway. And I didn't get any negative vibes from anybody. Uh, so, I mean, that's just how that goes. It's like, at the end of the day, they are people. They are people who love this person and care about this person that you are with. 
So your job is to show up, be yourself, and also let them see how you feel about this person as well. They just, at the end of the day, your family wants to know that you are in good hands and you're going to be taken care of and treated right, right? So there was that. Now I know <laughs> women can be a bit different, you know? I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, women can be a bit different. So we're gearing up for Thanksgiving for her to meet my mom. My girlfriend is actually very excited. Um, I, they, they've been had each other's phone numbers. I think they've texted before. I think she texted my mom for her birthday and things like that. But I told my, my lady how my mom is. I was like, These are, this is how my mom is, one, two, three, four, five. This is probably what you're going to see when you come to the house. I'm like, you're coming at a time where my family has shifted. We're a bit older. We're a bit more laid back. We used to be a bit more formal for holidays. Now it's like, look, we done cooked all day. Let's, let's throw on a comfortable outfit. Let's eat. Let's chill. Relax. Like, and I, you know, she was a bit nervous and I was like, look, let me tell you about my mom. My mom just wants you to be kind, respectful. My mom is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. So if you are not Greek, she's going to say something to you about being a Delta. And if you are in another organization, she's going to say, oh, well, we all make mistakes. Never fails. It's going to happen. And if you are a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, she's going to probably love you instantly. That's about it. My mom's going to ask you some questions about your life and, you know, what's going on with you. But it's casual conversation, not like a detective, not like a interrogation. Um, and, yeah, so we got to South Cackalack, and my mom was very warm and welcoming per, per usual. Uh, surprise, surprise, my brother decides to come into town as well and didn't tell anybody, including me, even though he knew we were all gathering. <laughs> what I tell you about them people in your family? So that was cool. Um, he just showed up, but, uh, you know, everything was still cool. Uh, no issue, no problem or anything like that. It was just, oh, another guest. <laughs> so uh, we had a great time, though, man. My mom cooked... Uh, my mom would not let me do anything per usual. Um, I just made sure I went to the store and got everything that we needed. Uh, definitely had to make some extra store runs because that's the one thing about my family. And I tell my girlfriend this, I was like, you're going to see me frustrated because every year when we have a gathering, I'm the planner. Okay, I like to have an agenda of things, and it ain't got to be down to a T, but I like to know what we doing, where we going, how long, okay, cool. The basics, give me give me a, a, a schematic, give me an outline, give me a framework, right? So my mom told me the menu, and I asked her before I got there, you got everything you need? Yeah, I got everything. Get to the house before I get settled and relaxed, yo, you need me to go to the store, you need anything? Well, if you want to eat this, you got to go buy this. All right, cool. Took my girlfriend out, showed her around town. I'll talk about that later. Showed her around town, bought some stuff from the store. <laughs> like, mom, yo, hey, we at the store, got this. You need anything else? No, we're good. I do that because I hate going back out in the streets. I'm already a loner. I'm already keep to myself. But I hate being out in the street, especially among a lot of people. I've just always been like that. And I have a very stressful job. And I really enjoy my peace and my downtime because at work, my brain is on 10,000 because you're always looking, thinking, monitoring, preparing to problem solve or fix things or prevent things. So you don't really have, you tense at my job. 
So you don't really have a time to relax. So I really enjoy being able to relax and just not think. Just be able to sit, watch TV, knowing I ain't got to worry about nothing. I ain't got to get up. I ain't got to go nowhere. I ain't got to put no shoes on. My phone not going to ring. Like I love all of those things. So it does upset me when I get ready to get settled. Oh, we we need uh we need cooking oil. Oh, oh, we need and that they're not just my mom. Just anybody, anywhere, anything. I hate the last minute stuff, especially when you have an opportunity ahead of time. But I told my girlfriend that that I clearly that happened. And she kind of got to see why I was upset by it. Cause she, you know, it did happen a couple times where it was like, yo. I asked, like, we went out, we out in the street. I'm like, yo, we gonna be out from this time to this time. Let me know if you need anything while I'm out. No, soon as, uh, <laughs> I actually took her to the upstate. So, well, this is the one thing I did that I've never got to do with another woman. Um, so I grew up in Spartanburg, South Carolina, part of my life. So I took my girlfriend past my old neighborhood where I used to live, um, well, the two neighborhoods where I used to live. So I showed her where I grew up at. Um, we kind of talked like about, you know, me growing up and stuff like that. Just giving her those intimate hometown moments so she could kind of get a better feel for where I'm from. Um, my girlfriend definitely thought because I said South Carolina, she was thinking small town dirt roads. We I still joke with her about that. I'm like, no, I grew up in cities, you know, some smaller than others, but never not a true country boy. Uh, but, you know, I showed her my old houses where I lived and told her about, you know, stories from elementary school to middle school. I showed her all the schools that I went to because I went to three elementary schools in South Carolina and one middle school. Then I switched when I moved to Philadelphia. I went to another middle school. So I showed her like basically all the places I went and grew up at in Spartanburg, minus a couple. Um, So cause I just wanted to let her in. So she enjoyed that. Took her to downtown Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina. Shout out to y'all, man. Um, beautiful, beautiful downtown. There's pictures up. Um, what is this artist's name? I got to shout this brother out. He has a piece that I want so bad. Like, I'm like, yo, I need to buy this. Uh, Calvin Blasting Game. So if you, let me see if this is on my think this is on me yeah so if you go to fme underscore podcast on our instagram there's a what is how do you say this thing caricature caricature you know the exaggerated animated version of you this guy had a sign out there while walking around he was like you know caricatures uh i think he said in less than five minutes or something like that and he did a great job so i posted that to um, social media. Oh, speaking of which, I need to make a copy of it uh, for her. So I definitely printed that. That was a beautiful thing. Um, but he also had a very beautiful piece of artwork that if it's still available in the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to purchase it. Um, it's gorgeous. But follow Calvin Blasting Game on uh, IG. So we did that, man. And it, it just felt good. It felt good to you know, one, have my lady meet my mom and kind of get that out of out of the way, so to speak. Um, wasn't really for me because, again, for me, that's not a quote-unquote huge deal. Just my personal opinion. I know it was a huge deal for her, and I wanted to get that hump out of the way because for some people, that means security in the relationship. Okay, you've told your family about me, but I've never met your family. 
Um, but when you meet someone's family, it does add a layer of comfort because if that person is close with their family and you meet the family, nine times out of ten, there is some communication going on between you and your family and the person that you're with, which creates or can create some accountability. That's the thought process behind it from my perspective. Does that always mean it's going to make everything work and everything solid and peachy? No, unfortunately, but it will make you feel better. <laughs> it will and it does feel good you know it's like reassuring it's like okay i'm in in like he not just talking like you know um so that was that man and i, I really enjoyed it she enjoyed it we definitely had fun we're definitely going to go back and do some more things in the upstate when the time is right but uh at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen you know the person that you're with is the person that you're with. Y'all are going to spend more time with each other each other, than you will with um, each other's families. So just keep that in mind. Your family doesn't have to... In my opinion, your family shouldn't be, all, shouldn't be the be-all, end-all when it comes to your decision about being with someone unless you have a history of making super terrible trash choices. That's different. They say mama knows best, and ladies, sometimes your daddy may know best. You know your dating history. You know if you are trash at picking people. I fortunately have been about 50-50. Eh, no, you know what? I don't really think I've, I've I don't think I've really had a super bad pick. I ain't gonna go into all that. But um I think I've been pretty good about it. Uh so yeah, when it comes to meeting the parents, I would love to hear y'all thoughts and opinions uh, from my experience podcast on Facebook. Or you can chime in on uh, FME underscore podcast on Instagram and also on Fanbase. I'll put a post up about this and you can kind of comment and share about, you know, hey, how do you feel about meeting uh, the parents? Is it a big deal to you or no? Nah? So, yeah, now it's like, okay. What's next, you know? that Once they meet the parents, what's next? We get married tomorrow? Ah, what? <laughs> kidding, baby. Kidding. Uh, doesn't mean you have to get married tomorrow, but it definitely does. And that's another reason why it's probably a big deal for people. It probably is a signif- signal for some people that, oh, shoot, like we getting close to that. Could be. But, you know, again, have the conversation with the person that you are with. And I hope y'all enjoyed your Thanksgiving, if that's what you celebrate, or Friendsgiving, if that's what you celebrated, or just, you know, enjoying that time off of work. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Now, brothers, let me holler at y'all for a minute, my black brothers. brothers my handsome brothers my well-rounded brothers my educated brothers my black brothers what is going on with y'all man hey listen i'm gonna keep it short and sweet this week 
my good brothers that, that brothers that are out there listening, I want y'all to be strong, and I want y'all to take a little bit of a break, man. I know I'm not telling you to stop. I know the hustle, the grind is real, and I'm saying this because I've been going hard this year. Um, not as hard as I should have or could have, but I've been going pretty hard this year, man. I've had to, I've hit the brakes a couple of times because. I know my body, I know my mind, and I know when I'm when I'm nearing a burnout. So to avoid a full-on burnout, I've had to kind of chill, hit the brakes a few times just to make sure I didn't come to a hard crash because hard crashes are hard to come back from at times. Um, and I want y'all to keep that in mind, man. Uh, on this journey of life, when you are working towards better, you should be enjoying yourself along the way. That's my philosophy anyway. Um, it's holiday time. It's getting cold outside. You know, good cheer, family, love, friendship, all that stuff is out here, man. So if you have the opportunity to take a little break, make some phone calls, spend some time, I say do it. And remind yourself of who what and why you are doing this for. Why are you out here busting your ass? What are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Treat yourself well mentally, physically, and financially, brothers. Mentally, you have to take mental breaks sometimes. Get some of that stress off you. Have the conversation with people. Get some of that stuff off you. Make some decisions. Get those things up off you. Physically, my diet has been trashed myself, but watch your diet, man. Health is wealth. Shout out to Styles P. Um, health is wealth, man. Definitely take care of your health. Uh, if you hit in the gym, hit the gym. I'm not a gym person, but I got equipment in here. I need to start getting back into my little routines and stuff like that because physical health is important. So is the the inside as well, which is why I mentioned diet. You know, if you got supplements, whatever. Definitely tap into that. Uh, and financially. Plan, 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 plan. I'm telling you, man, that financial journey is daunting and it could seem like it'll never turn around, but I got bill apps, so I know what's going in, what's coming out. I have sat down recently, and I think I said this previously, I sat down recently with myself and I looked at, you know, debts I need to eliminate that are like, you know, credit cards or loans or whatever, what, what may have you, things I finance. I put down what's interest-free, what isn't interest-free. I put down what the total amount I owe is. So I have a total of how much I owe, you know, as far as that quote-unquote revolving debt. And then I look at how much it is costing me a month to constantly pay these things down. And I said, oh, we need to knock about three or four of these things off, and that'll free up this amount of money so I can move on to the next thing. Or as my boy Russell Stewart taught me, take those funds and snow do the snowball effect. If I pay off this credit card that costs $40 a month, the other credit card I got that cost me $60 a month, I need to take that $40, roll it over. Now I'm paying $100 a month on the other credit card so I can pay it off faster, so on and so forth. My car is a goal. At the current rate that I'm going, my car will be paid off by November. Oh, I lied. By October of next year, my car will be paid for. Y'all, please pray for my car and my safety. Please. The last time I paid off a car, a couple months later, I got in a car accident. It got totaled and I had to get another car. 
and I had car payments and all that stuff again. So, but anyway, my brothers, sit down, man. Do it. It was uncomfortable and ugly. I hated looking at some of those numbers. I hated putting down how much I owed in student loans and what I pay monthly. I hated putting down those credit cards and things that I have financed and stuff like that. But I had to do it. And at the end of the day, when I put it down and I looked at what I was paying, I'm like, all right, this isn't as bad as I thought. Only a couple of things are actually accruing interest. Majority of them are not. But there's a time limit on that. I got 20 months. I got 12 months. I got six months. And I'm prioritizing, man. Once I pay my bills for the month and I look and I move some money over for savings, what's left over, I'm like, all right, treat yourself. And then it's like, all right, what you going to do with the rest? You going to pay on this a little bit extra? You know, it just helps you prioritize everything, man. So look at those finances and financially plan. It will give you such a clear view of what you can and cannot do. And it is a motivator. I'm highly motivated because I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, yo, I can do this. And I can do this in a quick amount of time, especially if I get my hustle on and get these vending machines placed. (laughs) I can get this done much faster than I anticipated, which can get me on down the road to the next thing. So my black brothers... That's what I have for you. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what I have for y'all, man. Uh, Thank y'all for the continued support. Shout out to Erica Brooks, the first intern with From My Experience Podcast. Erica, your work is highly, highly appreciated. Your effort is highly appreciated. Your energy is highly appreciated. Your good spirit, your good mood, and just positive attitude is highly appreciated. I love you and I'm thankful for you, Erica. Shout out to you. We'll be talking soon. And once again, thank you all for continuing to listen and support the podcast, man. We are planning some things. We are planning some things. I know I've been talking about a few things that haven't come to fruition, but we are planning some things. Um, I put myself in a position to where I can, I got a new computer coming. Thank goodness. My computer is old and barely been able to handle things. So with that new computer, we might be able to start doing this live stream thing. Once I get a schedule in place, that's something that I'm working on, readjusting my schedule, Uh, working on some fonts and some wordplay. Shout out to Earn Your Leisure Podcast. Earn Your Leisure Podcast. Listen to them. If you want to be in business or thought about being being in business or are in business, listen to Earn Your Leisure Podcast. I'm telling you, they inspire me to get this clothing thing off the ground. I got to just stop the exit music because I'm ranting. They inspire me to get this clothing thing off the ground. So working on some fonts. I got a few phrases already uh, ready to go. We're going to get that going. And I'm going to go ahead and get this website knocked out within the next couple of months. I got to sit down um, with Erica, toss a few things around, and get that thing going, man. Um, we we here now. We here. It's time for me to take this podcast to the next level. Prayerfully, next year in 2022. <laughs> Let me re-end the show. Prayerfully in 2022, I can get a live show done somewhere, somehow, even if it's small doesn't matter that's one of my big goals for next year we're going to continue to bring you dynamic interviews as well from people that will bring you helpful information to help you get to the next level i want you to have the knowledge and experience that i didn't have when i was in your position so you can get to where you're trying to get to easier and faster than i did i love y'all take care of yourselves be safe out here during this holiday season get your shopping 
done. Take care of your health. Take care of some vitamin C. Wear your mask. Sanitize your hands. Um, I'm vaccinated. I plan on getting a booster shot. If you're one of those people, man, get your booster shot. And that's all I got for y'all. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.